This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. like Fox. Obviously, uh, you probably heard this yesterday. Fox canceled the uh, big debate that was supposed to happen, uh, I guess, tonight, right? Would have been tonight. So we would have had to. Is that right? It would have been tonight? No, Monday. Oh, really? Okay, so it would have been Monday. It wouldn't have been tonight. Unless they canceled it tonight, too. They never told us. (sighs) Maybe. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, But uh, first of all, Trump backed out and then Kasich dropped out. Because Kasich is angling to be Trump's uh, vice president, although he claims that's not true. Uh, So then uh, there was only Ted Cruz left. Who they should have freaking given the entire. Should have. In all seriousness, should have. They should have to at least create the uh, you know pull towards other candidates to not reject them in the future. Right. To say you know what, all right, fine. Now two hour commercial for Ted Cruz. You guys, you guys are fine with that. Then don't, don't show. I, right. You know? Yes. And I can 100% guarantee that if Ted Cruz and John Kasich had pulled out, they would have done that for Donald Trump. All right. You guys don't want to come. Donald Trump gets two hours uninterrupted. Absolutely 100% chance of that. Yep. And I, th- I think that, uh, you know, Trump knows that he'd get his head handed to him by Ted Cruz, and he just wants no part of that. In this kind of intimate setting where there's three of them, he doesn't want any part of that. And so he didn't do well in the in the in the debates where there was four of them. No, he so didn't. I think the smaller he it gets, the worse it is for him. Yeah. And he knows that. I mean, he 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 got his ass kicked the last two times, even though he said, yeah, I did really well last time. And I've done really well every time. All the people are saying it. All the people. Every single person. The people with good brains. Except for it. almost everybody. <laughs> yeah. He, and he has a good brain. We'll probably get into that later on. Um, but uh, Fox's uh, affiliate. Uh, Salt Lake City affiliate KSTU first reported it, uh, and then they confirmed the debate was no longer scheduled. Trump announced on Fox and Friends uh, that he has a major speech at the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee. Um, Which is interesting, because they hadn't announced their lineup yet, had they? No, I think they hadn't announced the actual schedule. I think he was scheduled to to speak, so obviously Mm -hmm. they could have scheduled him around the debate 
Mm-hmm. He's running for freaking president. I'm sure APAC could make some adjustments. By the way, there are uh, new boycotts from uh, rabbis now um, boycotting his speech at APAC. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know whether it's going to go anywhere, but they're, uh, they've uh, come out and said... We I don't mean, want the it. guy has said he's going to be neutral between Israel and Palestine. How do you, how do you even show up at APAC after that? How do you, how do you even do it? Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, so, anyway, Trump said, I thought the last debate on CNN was the last debate. Uh-huh. That was going to be it. Nobody told me there was going to be more debates. I think we've had enough debates. Nobody told him there were going to, does anybody believe that either? Not for a second. You're a candidate for the United States presidency. You didn't know there were more debates scheduled? That's a real problem if that's true. That's a real freaking problem. Nobody told him. The guy just lies about everything. He doesn't need to. Uh, but he does. So uh, apparently, according to the New York Times, Rubio's exit leaves Trump with an open path to 1237. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. No, I mean, I, I think there there is a path. I mean, there absolutely is a path. I mean, like, let's say, again, I have this thing. This is what's linked to this uh, doc, This story is the is the thing I was going through at the end of the radio show. Um. You want to get Trump to, let's say, Kasich 16%. You want to get uh, Trump to 1237. Uh, he's going to need to win, let's say, yeah, I say 48, 49% of the vote. I mean, that's certainly doable. If that's, you know, that's Cruz only winning 37 and Kasich winning 14. Uh, that clears him comfortably uh, over the list. They, you look at the one uh, uh, right, right, that's on the screen right here. They say 42 to 33, so a nine-point win. They're giving Kasich 25, which seems to me on the high side, especially if he's to drop out, which is very possible. It's on the incredibly high side. Yeah, 25? Um, There's no way he gets 25. What? That's asinine. So, I mean, I, I, agree. I would tend to agree. <laughs> Come on. But again, that's, a, that's also, you know, if he Come gets 20, 25, uh, is Cruz only getting 33? Or thirty? What was it? Thirty? Yeah, thirty-three percent of the vote. I mean, I don't think so. No. If it's thirty, let's say uh, thirty-eight for Trump, thirty-seven for Cruz, twenty-five for Kasich, Trump doesn't get to twelve thirty-seven. Um, if if Kasich does get twenty-five percent, Trump really to clear that comfortably needs to be up in the area of about forty-three, forty, you know, forty-two, forty-three percent, and beat Cruz by nine or ten. Um, now, look, if he beats Cruz by nine or ten, he's going to win the freaking nomination. You know. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. the question. Like, Cruz still needs to, like, perform well. What if he beats him by five percentage points? Uh, so, Cruz, that would be Cruz. Would that be enough? That would be Trump 40 uh, and Cruz 35, Kasich 25. He's still, he's right below the the um, the number there at 1237. Like, he'd probably be below it. It's possible he could inch above it if he won the right states at the right time. A lot of it has to do with which states you're getting that percentage, which states you're winning, mm-hmm. things like that. But uh, he would, most of the scenarios would he still have him below it, but very close. Again, like, you know, Sean Trendy taught, told us yesterday, he's the uh, senior elections analyst at Real Clear Politics, and he told us yesterday, you know, again, he's making this number up because no one knows, but what's the number that's probably going to make it so he gets the nomination? Probably within 100 delegates. Somewhere around 100 delegates is that line. If he ends up at, uh, you know, 1050, he probably won't get the nomination. He ends up at 1150, he probably will. So that's kind of where you're, you're looking. And, you know, right now, I mean, he does have a path. Look, the path is he continues to win. 
And the idea that there's a two-man race or a three-man race doesn't affect Trump, and he continues to win. Well, yeah, if he does that, well, yeah, he's going to win. He's already ahead. If he continues to win, and he's already ahead, he's going to win. This is not, you know, it's not crazy. Um, you know, it's not crazy. But, I mean, even if he gets to a point where Cruz wins only slightly, uh, let's say 38-37, right? Mm-hmm. Which totally believable. In a, in a, and that's with Kasich getting 25%, which I don't believe is going to happen. Um, I think Kasich more like, let's say, let's say 18. We threw that number around, and it's, an, it's Jeffy's favorite number. Um, if, 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 if that happens, and let's say it's tied 41-41, mm-hmm. plausible, uh, Trump cannot get to 12-37. Um, if Trump, if Cruz were to win, let's say, you know, Cruz were to get, say, 43-39, totally legitimate, right? Mm-hmm. Cruz is actually so. ahead of the delegates going to, to, uh, to the great. convention. I like that. Now, they're close, uh, but Cruz is right, you know, depending on the scenario, to right there. That's what needs to happen. Cruz needs to be leading, heading into the convention. And if, um, if John Kasich get, was there's were to no get way out, that they can say, that well, you stole the election. We were ahead. We should win. No. Uh, Cruz has more than you. So he'll ma- he's already made that argument. If, they're, if yeah. he's ahead they're or gonna be close, pissed. it should be his. Right. <laughs> Donald Trump. I mean, I he's that. already made that argument. Well, yeah. if, if, if I have like 1,100 and everyone else has one delegate, I should win. <laughs> that can't happen, Don. Yeah. He actually used the number yeah. that Cruz currently has. Right. Yeah. As the number he's, that in he- fact, he's over the number 400. Well, if I'm at 1,150 and everybody else is at 400, well, yeah, shut up. He's already above that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Come him on. being dumb. He doesn't understand the he, process. He doesn't, he doesn't understand. Doesn't, he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, he's just making this issue. stuff up again. And I, you know, it's, it's it's amazing that people believe him because he shows over and over again he has literally no idea what he's talking about. Yes. Well, except for he is consulting uh, him. He's he's, he's consulting himself. Do we have that? Do we have that video today, um, Ivan. Ivan, do we have that? Do we have that number? Where's that phone number? Uh, Andrew, do we? Do you know if we have the Trump thing where he says he's consulting himself? Okay, we, uh, he actually said he was asked on uh, the morning cup of postum mm-hmm. with uh, Susie and Buffy. Um, I think Buffy asked him. So, <laughs> who are you consulting? Who are these? Who are these foreign uh, affairs consultants that you continually? refer to and he said well probably the the biggest one is i'm consulting me i can't name any golly he's he can't name anything anybody uh any policy any detail of anything he can't and yet people are just rabid about him i it's utterly embarrassing it's it's so much worse than embarrassing though because it's it's actually threatening it's imperiling our nation and I, I still I don't care I nope. don't care uh, also Rick Scott endorsed uh, Trump the governor of Florida Rick Scott uh, <clears throat> he sucks so yeah, make that clear. I mean he waited until he saw who the voters supported in Florida and then he supported the person that they zero supported. excuse zero excuse. The fact that the people have spoken is not an argument. It's it's, no. it's a way to measure what the people think. It's not an argument right. for and who should be president. The people in one state, that doesn't mean he should be president of the entire country. Right. He's got 37% of the vote in a primary, guys. 37%. That's not mm-hmm. all that impressive. 
They, just the fact that he's been in a, in a primary with a million different people, uh, it's nice that he's doing that. I mean, and John Kasich is going to hand this thing to him if he can. He's going to do everything he can to hand the election to Donald Trump. That yep. is his role in this. He legit. You, I can I can play with these sliders again. Uh, that chart we just showed. If I put Donald Trump, who just drops out of the race right now. Okay, Donald Trump drops out today. Ted Cruz, he's going to drop out of the race, too, leaving John Kasich with 100 percent. John Kasich ends up around 900 delegates. <laughs> he, can't, he can't get even close to 1237 if he won 100 percent of the vote. Wow. It's embarrassing. He, he is, you know, Glenn started off the show today essentially apologizing for calling John Kasich a son of a bitch. Uh, and not necessary. No, I don't think so either. I, I mean, mean I it was everywhere yesterday, and I, like it was I didn't some think big it was deal. a story at all. I mean, so what? It's on the it's on the front page of Drudge. Glenn Beck, uh, Kasich is a son of a bitch. So, and <laughs> I mean, is that I mean, what? is that the worst thing we've ever said about somebody? No, we it's call free. people douchebags every day. Donald Trump calls people <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think son of a bitch is that big of a deal. It's um, not. But let me give you this: how bad John Kasich's case is here. If John Kasich won 100% of the vote, 100%, Trump and Cruz dropped out, and all of the votes that would go to other candidates, uh, like the early votes that have already gone to, to say, Trump or uh, Cruz, are deleted, okay? Mm-hmm. 100% of the vote, John Kasich passes Donald Trump's delegate total on the last day of the election. It takes him all the way till June 7th to pass Donald Trump if he wins 100% of the vote from today on. And that's still not a, not the grand total. And he's still not even close to the grand total. I mean, he's going to miss the grand total by, I mean, probably two or 300 delegates. <laughs> it's an embarrassment. Get out, John. As I said on my Facebook page, the guy couldn't be elected to the city council in any other state but Ohio. <laughs> in any other state. Everybody else is like... I don't want that guy in my yeah. city council. He doesn't get seat three or six or one through twelve. He no. What about an alternate? Could he no. Be? No. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. He can't win. He can't be a city alderman. He can't. He can't win an election outside of Ohio. That's my contention. And and here he is saying he's going to take you to the convention and become the president of the United States. I mean, you know, if that happens, I. Eh, I'm not going to say it because you guys will be Trump. rooting for it. Casey you guys will be Trump. rooting for it. I was about to make the Elizabeth Warren pledge, which, by the way, I was right on. Thank you very much. Not over Still yet. time. Still time. That's not over yet, babe. <laughs> Don't. Uh, Gawker reporter uh, makes a key observation about Trump supporters featured in uh, the PBS news clip. A uh, story that aired Tuesday night on PBS NewsHour featured a Donald Trump volunteer who had tattoos associated with white supremacy. <laughs> Pretty funny. That's <laughs> so, so the what is that the uh, is that the circle with the The circle with the cross is cross. The, the the Celtic cross is the uh is a white supremacist thing. I, they even explained that a long time ago it used to be wow. um uh, it's also can be used in religious sense, and it was up until the last couple decades where it really has become pro- popular white supremacist. I guess it's used mm. as the logo of uh, Stormfront which is the leading white supremacist site in America. Apparently. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, which is and great. then the 88 stands for what? What is that uh, It stands about? for Heil Hitler. 88 does? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the, the uh, background. Eighth letter of the alphabet, probably. Oh, H-H, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what that means. And uh, PBS, by the way, didn't pick this up. They featured them as just like, hey, here's a nice family of Trump supporters who've never been involved in politics before. <laughs> and here they are. They didn't even notice it. Really? And it wasn't until, I guess, Gawker is the one that actually saw the segment and was like, hey, guys, you do realize these people are covered in tattoos for white supremacists. Wow. I mean, it, it, it's... Wow. It, the, the write-up of it was pretty funny in that it, it talked about... If you didn't know these are white supremacist tattoos, it would be a, like a heartwarming story. This, <laughs> these people come together. They're like, hey, they've never been in politics before. As a family, they jump in for a candidate that they believe in. It's a great idea. You know, it's a great part of American democracy. They're stepping up. They're going. No, it's, uh, they, are, they were white supremacists. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It kind of takes the charm off of it. A little bit. Yeah, yeah no, a tad. A little bit of the edge of the charm. Mm-hmm. Now, the charming edge has been taken off. But I think, that, you know, like the middle of the charm. Well, that's gone, too. It takes all the charm away from Now, there is an argument. Maybe she doesn't know. If she's that, supporting that, Trump. Maybe she doesn't know. That that tattoo doesn't yeah. mean all, just all those tattoos all over her body. She doesn't know what they mean. Maybe. Hey, you I know what I like, like is that Celtic thing. Why don't you put that yeah. on there? You know what, what I like 88? is the 88. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. like the number 88. Yeah, it's possible. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stu coming on. Uh, we were talking to the guys at uh, My Patriot mm-hmm. Supply. Uh, yesterday, uh, and uh, they you know, these they do it better than anybody, right? They mm-hmm. they you need to you need to do some preparation. You need to get yourself prepared, your family prepared. You want to have some food uh, available mm-hmm. in case of an emergency, in case you lose your job, in case there's a terrorist attack, or a, you know the food uh, supply well, against just a weather related thing. Yeah, a lot of times it's just weather. That's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. You want to have some food. You want to have food that uh, tastes good. Because mm-hmm. there's no reason to, you know, to, to stop eating food that tastes good in an emergency. Right. If you can prepare very easily, and my patron supply uh, is, are the people that make that possible. Yeah, it's one of the things I really love about this because I, I've, uh, I've talked about food preparation for a long time, and when we used to do food preparation, in that we'd buy huge buckets full of wheat and barley, and, and then you're kind of you're stuck with beans and rice, and then what do you do with it? If disaster strikes, uh, you're going to grind the wheat and make right. bread out of it on a campfire. The old argument is you'll eat it. It's right. an emergency. That's exactly what you said. No. In an emergency, you'll eat it because you'll be hungry. Well, you don't have to worry about that because this is delicious Maple Grove oatmeal. They've got chocolate pudding. They have delicious meals. And uh, you can get a four-week emergency food supply right now for only $99. That's you get 140 yeah. servings of food. And four weeks for $99. You're talking about it's a crazy deal. less than 25 bucks a week uh, to feed a person uh, mm-hmm. for an entire week. I mean, uh, it's, it's awesome. impressive. And the food yeah. is actually good. And, you know, as I was saying, we were meeting with them yesterday. They are constantly developing new products on their own. They're formulating new products. They're making sure that they mm-hmm. are the best quality. They painstakingly really, really, really go through this and take their time um, before they even release these things to the market, um, which I really like about them. They're not just throwing stuff out there. They take their time. They make sure they have the best product, and it's available to you at My Patriot Supply. $99 for four weeks of food. You're certainly not going to beat that. We asked them yesterday about the Jeffy rule, and they said, yeah, that does apply just in case he calls. I'm a little it, disappointed. It I didn't know they were here. Did they bring food? Mm, well, they're going to send us some, yeah. They, actually, one of the requirements of their visit but, was to not alert you. Yeah. Of their, and it was what? to make sure you, you let us let them know that the Jeffy rule does apply because we don't want him cleaning us out. Yep. So two per caller. <laughs> Okay, 888-411-5290, 888-411-5290. Call them right now or online 
at preparewiththeblaze.com. The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. follow-up on the last segment, Pat. Mm-hmm. 88, according to uh, uh, a tweet just came in. Um, I have not uh, fact-checked this, as I do not know anything about the white supremacist <laughs> movement, sadly. Uh, but uh, 88 also refers to the 88 Precepts, uh, who is uh, one of the the founder of the order, wrote up, uh, David Lane. Um, and uh, the, it starts off with, until the white race realizes that there is only one source from which we can ascertain lasting truths, there will never be peace or uh, stability on this earth. <laughs> it goes into, it goes on from there. Uh, mm-hmm. But 88 rules, uh, which I'm sure are all really... Oh, when you start with that? Oh, yeah. When you start with that, you, you have to go through all 88. The, uh, I will give you some, some examples here. All right. The white race has suffered invasions and brutality from Africa and Asia for thousands of years. So it's a good one. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. uh, People who allow others not of their race to live among them will perish. Right. I mean, we can all I think we can all agree with that one. I I owe to have a cracker. Uh, Interspecies compassion is contrary to the laws of nature. Right. How many times Pat has a bumper sticker on his car? Interspecies. Yeah. So they're saying. We're not even the same species. I believe that's kind of their case here. Um, wow. Yeah. The, uh, that's bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, therefore, that's bad. Uh, suicidal. If a wolf were to intercede to save a lamb from a lion, he would be killed. Today, we see the white man taxed so heavily that he cannot afford children. The taxes raised are then used to support the breeding of tens of millions of non-taxes of non-whites, mm-hmm. many of them who demand the last white females. For breeding partners. I mean, we've all said it, right? I mean, <laughs> actually, no. No? No. Not even close. We haven't. Uh, no, mm-hmm. none of us have said that. Uh, uh, a race must honor above all earthly things those who have given. Uh, that's just another. Uh, a lot of them are kind of just. Oh, I just skip right over some of the precepts. Okay. I don't. Well, they're long, Jeffy. There's 88 of them. <laughs> um, you know, I some can... of them are like self discipline is the mark of a higher man. I mean, they're not all about race, but I mean, Mm -hmm. many of them are. Well, it takes a lot of discipline to cook meth for that extra cash they need. Oh, really? Yeah. So go ahead. Next. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, kind of an interesting. uh, I did not know that, though. Yeah, I didn't didn't either. We all learned. In fact, PBS didn't even seem to know it. I didn't know anything about the tattoos even. So until recently, I was pretty convinced there's not a lot of white supremacists out there. And what changed your mind? I, but huh. I just said until recently. I, mean, <laughs> I know. There, uh, there was a recent time in which I thought maybe the number was elevated from and what now I previously Has believed. your opinion on that changed? It has. It has. It has? It's elevated, yes. And uh, what was the catalyst the for that change? You know, I, you know, 
I just can't put a finger on it. You can't really? I, myself. Huh. I, you know, really? Um, hmm. I would have thought it was this Trump thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. You know, I never put that together. That's what I would have thought. Uh, I mean, but. look, it does seem like I've, we've never seen <laughs> white supremacists have such a voice before. <clears throat> I know. Uh, it's in such unified fashion. Well, Robocalls, calls. Uh, PACs are calling for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot out there. There are a lot, a lot of yeah. interesting okay. things happening right now. Uh, it's hmm. kind of interesting too. Is there a pact between uh, Trump and Kasich? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, what is Kasich? You know, uh, here's what I think Kasich. What is, is he thinking? He okay. Here's what Kasich's thinking in my mind. Kasich's thinking nobody wants Trump. Nobody wants Cruz uh, in the establishment. I'm the only one they they really want. And if I can, if they can keep him under twelve thirty-seven, and I'm in third place, uh, or I start, maybe I start winning, and Cruz drops out, or you know, maybe I start winning, and and you know, I can maybe get- he starts winning. John Kasich won his first and last state. Wait, but you, you on Tuesday night? You're saying that as a person who is objectively looking at this race. That's true. You're right. not looking at that as a person true. who's in the middle of it and saying, "Wow, I just won! It's really happening." Yeah. Plus, you know, I mean, I'm sure everyone around him is saying, "No, if you I, just stay in there." It was Ohio. Right. That's where you live, John. You know, and then he gets up and he vows to go all the way to the right. convention in Cleveland. Like I said a minute ago, this guy couldn't win a city council seat outside of Ohio, but he's going to take his campaign all the way. I mean, uh, unless the guy's on acid or he's just absolutely lost his mind, which is possible. I the only thing I can think is he's angling to be Trump's vice president. But like, let me give you a scenario. Unlikely, but not completely impossible in the mind of John Kasich. Uh, we go forward. John uh, Cruz maybe stumbles. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, you know, they don't, the establishment doesn't like him. Maybe he has a, a bad moment of some sort. Some bad news breaks about him. Whatever, and uh, Kasich becomes the non-Trump choice. Now, let's say Cruz even stays in the race, right? And but he drops off, kind of falls away. So here's my scenario. Uh, Kasich winds up kind of taking that Cruz mm-hmm. vote and taking the position we've had with Cruz, where Cruz is beating Trump by a few points, uh, but you know Cruz is still in it. Trump is still in it. So 39% for Kasich, 34% for Trump, 27% for Cruz. I mean, uh, one in 10,000 chance, but let's just say it's theoretically plausible. If that were to happen, Trump and Kasich would basically be neck and neck and delegates going to the convention, both nowhere near 1237. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Can he convince himself of that scenario? Probably, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't convince myself because I'm assuming, you know, one of these guys is not going to have a big misstep. They're going to stick around the general vicinity and Kasich's going to be in third. But I mean, Kasich obviously believes he's the best guy ever, as is evidenced by his own speech. He He really is. I mean, while Donald Trump is obviously the most cocky guy in this election, Kasich is pretty close. He's Kasich loves Kasich. Big fan of Kasich. Yeah. Kasich is the biggest fan of Kasich in America. And, and, and he seems to believe that anytime he runs into somebody who's also a fan, a supporter, mm-hmm. that represents billions of people right. who also feel the same way as that one person in front of you. I mean, once you start to to uh, become known a little bit, you know, like he is, um, like we are known a little bit, you know, though, when you run into people who are big fans that doesn't represent every single human being. Right, right. That doesn't mean we have a 100 share every time we see a bunch of fans in front of us. All of a sudden, it'd be like us starting to believe, you know what? Uh, we've got a 100 share of the audience now. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. We're going to beat Rush Limbaugh. 
I mean, we're not on at the same time, but, but. we're going to eclipse him because everybody loves this show. Everybody we meet that talks about Everybody radio. we meet, they tell us how great we are. Yeah. That's what got into his head, I think. And he, you know, maybe because he, ha- he hasn't been exposed to a national spotlight before, and he hasn't been, uh, you know, influenced like that in-, in the past. I don't know. And now all of a sudden he is because he's going to different states, and some of some of the people are responding to his message. But it's a tiny little fraction. And, yes, they're there because you're having a rally. So that's where the supporters in your town would be. Right. Well, that's probably right. free coffee. But have you noticed? There's not 5,000 people there. There's not 25,000 people there. There's probably 50 or 100 people there. He's got to uh, yeah. Somebody's got to get to him and say, John, get the hell out. Yeah. Because if you don't get out soon, like right now, it's going to cost the country dearly. You know, and, and in the meantime, like we talked about at the top of the show, he joined uh, Trump in dropping out of the Fox debate, which is an interesting move because he complained incessantly about not having any time at the debate. Right. I don't have any time. You guys never come to me. I'm going to whine. Uh, perfect. You get my message out. You're doing the lip thing. Cry about it. And so it could have been him and Cruz. And he would have had more time Perfect going head to head with Cruz than he's gotten in all the other de- all of the other debates combined. Yeah, no, I know. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Especially, I mean, honestly, the person who and he didn't do this, but the person who should be more skeptical of wanting to do a debate with Kasich is, is Cruz. I mean, no. Cru- you know, if, right. if Trump's out, what does Cruz do by beating up on Kasich? I mean, he doesn't get anything out of that necessarily. Um, here's another scenario for you: Trump falters. Okay, let's say there is a theoretical thing that Trump could do. Um, obviously, we know it's beyond murdering people on Fifth Avenue, but I don't know. Uh, Genocide of an entire race of people, yes, maybe? Yes, and all the children. It's all children. It's a race it, of children. That might affect some maybe. of but, the supporters. So, it again, might fall off 5 or 10%. He's got 37% of the vote so far. Let's yeah. say that drops to 26. Okay. Probably, impl- probably not going to happen, but yeah, again, but is great. it possible? Then Kasich ties Trump mm-hmm. right, at 37% apiece. That leaves all three candidates basically bunched up in a very tight delegate race. And that's the sort of thing he's hoping for. Is that delusional? Yes, yes. it is delusional. It yeah, is delusional. It is. It's not impossible, but it's delusional. Um, prob- almost definitely not going to happen. And it, mm. it's not the type of risk you take if you care about the republic. No, that's it's right. The ti- if, if you're right. the type of person who thinks, well, this is the best thing for me, and what I care about is me, 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 then, uh, you know, okay. If you're a Donald Trump supporter, you would stay in. Uh, if you, you know, the opposite of that is if you're a person who gives a crap, you know, again, he might also think Ted Cruz is evil or whatever. Uh, he might think Cruz is as bad as Trump. Uh, but if you believe, as I think most people who have any inkling towards conservatism believe, that Cruz would obviously be better towards Trump uh, than Trump would be um, as president of the United States, I think you know, you get out of the race immediately. Mm-hmm. You Plus, get all the, the talk about the contested convention uh, or, and or the brokered convention, no one has said if it comes down to four or five votes or six votes and nothing is happening and then the GOP claims, hey, we get to pick who we want. Not once have I heard, you know what, we'll pick Casey. 
No. I mean, no, they're trying never. to recruit people from outside. Oh, my gosh, yeah. no. He's the last person that would that would <laughs> right. become president. So there's no in a point. Broker, right. in a well, if this convention. were to happen, though, remember, if this were to happen, and, and Kasich was, say, in a very close second or even a close third or there's maybe no even slightly winning. Happen. Again, this is the scenario yeah, where it could happen. happen. Right. Let's see. Let's give him one more point here. Give him 38 to 36. And then he's ahead. So he inches out Trump and Cruz under that situation. Again, it's 38% for Kasich, 36% for Cruz, 26% for Trump. <laughs> Not going to happen, but he could convince himself that it could happen. If, he, if that were to occur, then Kasich would inch out in most scenarios a, a, a lead over. He would not be close right. to 1237, but he have a lead mm-hmm. over oh, yeah, uh, uh, Trump and Cruz. And then at least he'd have an argument. I yeah. still don't think he in doesn't. that scenario he would he would get it. He doesn't. It's pathetic. Triple eight seven two seven back. More Pat and Stewart coming up. Do triple eight seven two seven back. There's a Hollywood actress uh, who, during a, an interview on Huffington Post Live last week, uh, Sophia Bush, she was asked, what, "What are the biggest issues in the United States that you, you think need to be worked on?" And here's what she had to say. Uh, I think you're gonna. It frightens me seeing just how divisive things seem to be. Uh-huh. Um, I, I really do feel like I'm seeing a major regression in. Our politics and in the way that we protect our citizens in this country, I'm I'm, I'm really? frightened by it. Questions. I'm shocked by it, mm-hmm. and and this sort of old world uh, right. attitude that I see attitude? resurging in a way, and, and how it particularly affects women. And truthfully, I feel like it's all a ruse. I feel like if they can Do keep us pumpkin? talking about, you know, a woman's place and women's reproductive rights and all, all big, of these things that are hot oh, button yeah. issues because they make people yeah. emotional, they can yeah. actually just, you know, defer us. Mm-hmm. And then we're not having the conversations we need to have about what our policy right. looks like, about what our uh, financial situation mm-hmm. looks like, about our defer. education system, about our health care, about all of these mm. things that actually matter in this country. But how about we just move yeah. on about, and yeah. and we get to, like, the issues right. that weren't decided by the Supreme Court 40 years ago. Right. Like, it, like, it doesn't need to be such yes. a fight. Like Citizens right. United, oh, that's what she means. Brilliant. She means get rid of those things that have been decided by the... By brilliant. <laughs> no, that's not... No, 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 not that one. Not that one? No, that's one, of, that's one that we need oh. to revisit, even though the Supreme Court decided that. Okay. But that one needs to be well, revisited. Well, the Heller decision, then. Uh, no, the no, one where, no, where no. There's Second another one. Rights. No, no, no. No. Well, the Chicago gun case, then, where no. it was a refer- No, no. Those need to be revisited. Uh, those are not settled law. Bush versus Gore, for example. Uh, that's uh, that was not settled yet, because that was uh, selected, not elected. We still need to revisit that. That would so, be great. Okay. So but, the- you know, can we move on to something that matters, like one of those things, rather than whether a <laughs> child is killed or not? Can we? I like that. We talk about something that really matters. <laughs> can we talk about something that really matters? I know. I mean, look, I, oh, you the know. worst. I, uh, but she said it, so we, we, probably better, we probably better move on. 
Because I didn't realize Sophia. Can we move on to Sophia Bush feels that way? Yeah. The chick with spaghetti straps that I've never seen before. Yeah, actually, what is she from, Jeffy? You know all this. (laughs) Well, first, she's going around uh, hawking her uh, latest project, Empowering Girls Worldwide. Oh, that's beautiful. But what's he known for? I mean, that's obviously just one of her little, like, I mean, I guess this is why she's saying these things, right? I mean, she's in feminist mode. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the fact that, you know, everyone wants to talk about, you know, are women in their place? When... What year is it? Is, it was Mad Men on TV before you came on the interview. You did this interview. Yeah. Women in their place. How many times have about? we talked about that? How many Never. shows have we dedicated to women being <laughs> Keeping in, women their in their place? Hey, She's, she started the TV show <laughs> One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. What? Okay, I do remember the, the name. I really? You, oh, shut up. Is that it? Like, you don't even know what I it is. I don't even know what it is. I don't. <laughs> Whatever. What else was there? It was on WB and CW, so. I do remember hearing of One Tree Hill. I don't think I've ever seen One Tree oh. Hill. Is there any? She's got to be in a movie or something, right? Yeah. Oh, Chicago PD, big now. Oh, okay, That's, Chicago PD, that I've heard of. Have you, Jeffy, have you seen? I that have not show? heard of Chicago. PD. Uh, Chicago PD. I saw the. I think I think saw the opening episode, but I course, she's not did. that good. I mean, I can't, you got to catch the. You got to catch the. You got to catch the beginning. First show, mm-hmm. first one. It's it. worth watching. It mm-hmm. holds hold your own on it or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, then another another woman with a really interesting take on things that might turn you around on uh, the way we conduct ourselves in the society. Uh, this is the the uh, family of a burglar, the sister and cousin of a black teen who was shot and killed by a, just a nasty, awful Miami homeowner protecting their stuff. Uh, here's what they have to say that's going to turn you around. I, I don't care if she have her gun license, her rights, or any of that. That is um, way beyond the law. Way, way beyond. beyond but he was not supposed to die like this. He had a future ahead of him. Trayvon had goals. He was a very funny guy. He was very big on education. He loved going to school. He loved learning. He loved hey, what's wrong with her? She did not have a shoe here. There's no reason that she should have waited until after he walked out the yard to try to shoot him. If she called the police already, then why would she shoot him? You have to understand. You have to look at it from every um, child's point of view that was raised in the no. hood. How no. he going to get his, his no, money to have clothes to go to school? How's he supposed to get money to go have clothes and go to school? Earn it. Uh, no. no. Not if you, you were, not depending on where you were raised, you don't have to. Earn. You gotta steal it. He's gotta steal it. I mean, that is really her case. That well, is her case! But see, the problem is, is that you're saying steal. And by the way, that is not way beyond the law. Uh, that it's is within the law. That's, within the law. that's an awful harsh steal it. Yeah. Well. Right. He was just taking what was rightfully his to begin with. And it just happened to be in somebody else's house. At Correct. He, it was did he misplace it to and him. leave it there? No, no. That, that household. Uh huh. Yeah. Got it somehow. They got it, it somehow. His. Okay, well, they, like, they bought it. They bought that They stuff. may have bought it. They, I don't know how they got it. Yeah. I then know, they brought it into their house. Was, I just know that it was mine. And they should have dropped it okay. off at his house, but they didn't. Uh, maybe they ran out of gas and just were <laughs> storing it there for him. Possible. For when he broke in and took or it. Maybe they were just being uh, elitist and tried to keep, keep a man down. Uh, no. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, this is just unbelievable. I, it's funny because it's unbelievable. I told that story uh, thirty times on radio uh, with the Simply Safe commercial, right? In which they they interview criminals after they break into a house, and they say, mm-hmm. "Well, look, if they didn't protect it, if they didn't have a security system on it, it's mine. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they needed. They sure should have done something. That's that. It's that attitude right there." Yeah. In, in effect. Well, yeah, because that kid had goals. He was going to steal from other he's people's He's big on homes. education. He's big on education. He loves school. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's funny. He loved to laugh. He loved to, to have plans. You got to look at it from somewhere. all sides. 
You do. You have to. I've looked at this thing from both sides. Does now, anyone believe? I, I mean, I, in and out, and still somehow. I as, as much as you oh, might yeah. see me as a culturally uh, aware, mm, um, no. it's possible oh, I don't. that oh, I have not experienced it. everyone's <laughs> life. Uh, no. I understand that people think about things differently, but is there a large swath of this country that believes that? That believes that, oh, well, if you're allowed, I mean, I think it's a very small percentage, right? Uh, You know, that thinks that you could break into a house, and if you get shot while breaking into a house, it's actually the person who shoots fault. We've heard it before. We've this we've is not heard the first it before. Stay out of the house and you wouldn't get shot, yeah. dumbass. This yeah. is not the first time we've Golly, heard this now, so this I, is a growing wow. sentiment. It's a, I mean, um, it's, it's not impossible that people believe it. But, I mean, if you were to poll that, if you were to say, do you believe if you break into a house uh, and someone shoots you, that the person, the homeowner, is at fault. Right. I, would I mean, that's that, got to be a ten percent right. thing, right? right? I mean, everybody knows Unless when you take something that it, you know, until you get it oh, far enough away, it belonged to the other person. <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows that. Everybody. Wait until, until you get you, it far enough away. Well, if you take something, you get it far enough away, it becomes yours. That's, oh. that's, it, it's that's like simple a, math. It's not like uh, your your ankle bracelet, Jeffy. It's. <laughs> 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 It doesn't go off when you were a certain amount away from the house. Oh, the ownership just wears away. That's not how that works. Right. Also, was she looking for? Uh, I wanted to get back to this the before break. She said defer. Did she mean detour? She said like uh, you know I, we're always trying. To, it gets us to defer around, and then she made that motion of like mm-hmm. that's like a she was taking a detour, like a detour. Around. Yeah. And that's what she right. meant, right? Uh, uh, probably. Okay. Probably. Sorry. I, I see. I was looking down her IMDb. I do remember uh, she was in a few of the Nip Tuck episodes. That's where I knew her from. That was a great show, by the way. Nip Tuck. Yeah. Oh, you watched that great. too, huh? That's a lovely show. That that's was FX, classic. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's classic. I mean, that goes down with uh, I Love Lucy and. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, the greats. Triple eight seven two seven back. More bad stupid. Plastic surgery. Goes down mad. Plastic surgery. I just remember being really gross. They showed a lot of like, here's a close-up of an incision. Like, no, I don't really want to. No, I don't want to see close-ups of surgery. Seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, welcome to it. Happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm more indifferent on it. Just so you guys know. Yeah, I think you've said that. Well, I just want to make sure. Well, they may have just been tuning in. They may think, "Oh, right. wow, they, everyone on the show true. thinks that they're ha- they're really happy to have me here." And I'm to me, just want you to know that I'm sort of on the middle on that. Well, one. And you think that's important to to <laughs> mention? Yeah, well, I think yeah. I want to be honest right. with them. Okay. They, they come here, they say, "Hey, I'm watching the show. This guy Pat keeps telling me people uh, are really happy that I'm here." Yeah. And I just want you to know that I'm not particularly happy about wow. it. It's huh. just it's just okay for me. Well, that's all. Right. I want you to know that he's the minority. Oh, so because Jeffy, you I'm also happy feel happy. Same okay, so here's the summaries that Pat and Jeffy are really excited you're here, and right. I'm sort of in the middle. I'm indifferent. I don't hate that you're here. It's not. <laughs> That's I'm not what it sounds like. To you being here. You That's what it sounds like. Want them to go away. Right, yeah, you right? could. If you did, I would be fine. I just don't have a feeling on it either way. <laughs> I see. That's okay. all. Well, I, I appreciate the clarification on that. 
That's important. I'm sure they do, too. It's probably the first time in broadcast history that's ever been clarified. We really? started doing that, but um, but I'm, I'm glad someone has. The best part is this audience actually, you can do that with. Yes. They yes. actually know. Yes, and, they know. And will not be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, good golly, I will not be a part of this, then, if he's not if happy he's not happy? here. I can't believe he would tell me that. I'm voting for Donald Trump. <laughs> Those people, we scared them away a long time ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily. Uh, all right, we've got uh, some little-known facts about St. Patrick's Day. Since uh, Sharon Bigora, it is, it is. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, in fact, today. So top it of the is. morning to you and the balance of the day to you, my friend. Uh, here's some little-known facts Barack Obama's about the you. day. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome, laddies. How's the crack? No, not that stuff. Crack is just a common Irish phrase for where's the fun, music, and good times. Happy days, St. Paddy's Day is upon us. And yes, we all know the history of Ireland's patron saint. Born in Britain, not Ireland, taken prisoner, escaped, realized the calling from God Almighty, traveled back to Ireland, drove out all the snakes, converted everyone to Christianity, the end. But here are a few things you might not have known. For instance, St. Patrick was traditionally associated with the color blue, not green, so you wouldn't expect to see many people wearing green in his honor. Ireland long considered green to be unlucky, and the old Irish folk tales revealed that those who wore too much green would actually be snatched away by the good people. That's another name for the fairies. So on the Emerald Isle, you'd either have bad luck or be kidnapped for wearing green. And the shamrock, supposedly used by St. Patrick to help explain the Holy Trinity, became a fashion accessory by the 17th century. Well, not really. But it did come to represent Irish nationalism and pride, as well as malcontent with English rule. Every day, nearly 5.5 million pints of the famous Irish stout Guinness alone are consumed. You think that's a lot? That's nothing. All over the world on St. Patty's Day, Guinness is topped off at around 13 million pints. Speaking of Guinness, did you know that it's actually healthy for you? The American Heart Association reported in 2003 that the classic dark stout may actually help prevent heart attacks. Ah, Guinness, it is good for the heart. And I'll leave you with the traditional Irish toast. May you get all your wishes but one, so you always have something to strive for. Nice. There you go. There I'll you say go. that they probably reversed that. Uh, that came out, we did that a couple of years ago. That's probably reversed the is Guinness's healthy thing like nine times since, probably. and then it made it more healthy. Then it cured cancer. Yeah. Then it was revealing. Hey, now it's just it's just like vitamins. <laughs> Guinness equals vitamins, yeah. which I would like to believe. Well, I mean that that's a that healthy Guinness is a Donald Trump ad pretty much. They just they show it in the in the uh, in the vegetable. Yeah. Shelf, <laughs> and they say then they say it may be healthy for your heart. There you go. Uh, by the way, That's I'm also great. interested in that. Uh, is uh, so in Ireland, it's known to be bad luck for green. Yeah. I, why do I associate it so much with Ireland? I used to be. I, that's not the case anymore. Okay. Just so, the old timey times. Yeah. I think it goes. And to, supposedly, orange is a really bad color to wear. And the Scots, I think, wear orange on St. Patrick's Day to kind of. You know who actually nice. taught me that nice. was uh, was Hillary Clinton when she wore that orange pantsuit a few weeks ago. <laughs> really? She proved that orange is really bad. <laughs> yeah, that's oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy crap, is it bad? She looked like a a, a gourd. Just <laughs> like a malform, one of those things that you stack next to the pumpkins. I was reading a story yeah, those about... those are cankle gourds. You, yeah, cankle gourds. You can find yeah. those uh, from time to time around the country. Oh, my God. We could seriously make a legit Hillary Clinton out of pumpkins and gourds. Somebody noticed in an article I read yesterday or the day before that Hillary is starting to dress a lot more like Kim Jong-un. Mm. North yeah. Korea's leader. Yeah. Uh, and it's really true. It's kind of weird. She's wearing these weird... Like North Korean smocks or something, and then the pantsuit yeah. with it. 
And that's, it's a good look. Too. Oh, it's a great look for it's her. It's a good look. You know, it's she, a good look for Kim. Is there a? Yeah. I mean, is there a bad look for either one of them? I no. don't think so. We should get. Uh, we should, maybe this. Uh, maybe next week or something. We should pull up the uh, wonderful world of stupid, where Jeffy uh, <laughs> read to you from Hillary Clinton's book. Yeah, uh, in which he was dressed in a pantsuit and looked very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. You know, quite elegant, Jeffy. Thank you. You're a you're a classy guy. I don't think listen, anybody's I've, ever de- denied that. Listen, you know, some yeah. of these parts take a lot of a lot of work. It's yeah. tough for me to get out of them right. once you're in them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do it. Well, you've said many times, uh, "I am fashion." You've, you've said I that. Have. You said, "I am fashion." <laughs> it clearly, I legitimately I said it's that. Clearly true. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, more patents <laughs> on the way. <laughs> spend too much time on this, but um, because, I mean, there's really no chance. They basically said they're not even going to attempt it. But uh, Merrick uh, Garland is the name? Yeah, Merrick Garland is is the nominee. Uh, Merrick Garland, who initially they were trying to push as well, he's kind of moderate. He's kind of moderate. He's he's good on criminal justice matters and some war stuff. And the things that he's conservative on kind of seem to lean like they're usually like uh, larger government type of stuff. You Mm. know, like, uh, which... Uh, you know, hey, some of that stuff, obviously, uh, you know, when it comes to defense and stuff, there are reasons for government to uh, be doing those things. But yeah, uh, so he is a little bit too, uh, you know, he's a left guy. Obviously, he's coming from Obama, but he's got some good things if you're a conservative. Well, they actually did the so, and it was not a right wing source. I cannot remember the source off the top of my head, but it was not it was not a right wing source at all. Uh, put put Garland on the um, like a scale of left to right. Yeah. And had them between Sotomayor and Kagan, in between those two. Oh, jeez. So I'm certainly no right winger. No. <laughs> by any means, uh, which, of course, you wouldn't expect. And I would be, honestly, all of this aside, I would be really pissed at my president if I was Barack Obama and he came up with a guy that conservatives liked. I'd yeah. be pissed. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, I can't, like, what he should be doing is what he's doing. Right. As much as I want to be critical of the president of the United States, if I were Barack Obama right now, let's just say Ted Cruz was president right now. Exact same situation, but reversed. Uh, I would be I want him to do exactly what Barack Obama's doing. Come up with somebody who you think might be able to get through because he's got some things that maybe are a little bit enticing. Uh, but in reality, is an actual big time conservative is going to move the court completely to the right. That's what I would be doing. That's what I would want mm-hmm. out of him. And if he didn't give me that, I would be very pissed off about it. Um, so mm-hmm. I can't bl- I really can't blame him. And I would also tell him to I'd want him out there saying it's my constitutional responsibility to name someone and you're supposed to advise and consent. Why aren't you advising and consenting or at least advising? And they're not. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like he's right on this. Now, I'm not going to I would still say the Senate should come in and stop it uh, as the left wing Senate certainly would in a cruise scenario. But I mean, that is mm-hmm. uh, what I would expect. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're, I don't know if we're, 
I don't have a lot of information on Merrick Garland. I don't know a lot about the guy uh, other than what you know, we've talked about briefly on the show. But we know a little bit more than uh, people on the street randomly in uh, California, as Jimmy Kimmel found out. President Obama announced his nominee for Supreme Court Justice. How do you think Whitey Bulger will do as a Supreme Court Justice? I hope he can make it. I just hope. I, I know that the Republicans are going to attack him. I've seen that this morning. Do you think Whitey's criminal past will have an effect on his ability to get confirmed by the Senate, or it'll be okay? It'll be okay. We all do wrong. This morning, President sure. Obama announced his Supreme Court Justice nominee, straight out of England, George Harrison. How do you think he'll do? Um... I think he'll do great. Um, he has the most uh, accomplishments of uh, any Supreme Court nominee ever, from what I heard, 18 years. So I think he has uh, the bones uh, to do the job. Do you think Sammy Hagar is a good choice for uh, Supreme Court justice? I feel that the motions that he is for and the laws and things that he wants to change and everything like that, I think he would be a good candidate for the role. What about his laws that no one can drive 55? <laughs> Do you think that'll be sort of a hindrance or? I think it's just a, depending on the person. Some things that people are for or people are against, it just depends on who actually is for or against the society. I think, I mean, it, I don't have a problem with it. It's, it's our entire country. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, who is not a conservative by any means and certainly I mean, could be doing things like this to Trump voters like crazy, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, and for this one, is he's basically hammering people who seem to like Obama quite a bit. Um, but still, it's like. This is the entire. Pro it's why Donald Trump is the is the leading Boy, is leading no the field right now. That is it. It's people like well, they kind of know something about kind of something, and they're kind of just BSing their way through it. It's the same way, by the way, that Donald Trump is. If Trump was not a celebrity, he would walk up to those microphones and say the exact same nonsense about Sammy Hagar. <laughs> yep. He's that guy. He's figuring it out on the fly. He's using context to figure out answers. And he's sort of getting general, vague things based on preconceived notions. That is Donald Trump. That's every guy on that stupid How much would you love for some journalist to test him that way? Yeah. So, Donald, uh, they were talking about Sammy Hagar being the uh, Supreme Court Justice. What do you think of that? <laughs> He'd know Hagar. He'd know celebrities. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly think if you went to him and just started listing off, uh, you know, people who he should know. I yeah, mean, I he, bet would he, wouldn't. he would not. He would not. And then later on, he'd say, no one knows that. No one knows that. You know, I mean, that's what he did with the general in, in uh, was it Iran? I can't remember. It's been a while since that story was out. Uh, but that there's been a few times. The nuclear triad is a great right. example. How Whoa. he answered that question. The nuclear one. Yeah, the nuclear part of the nuclear triad. Yeah, I'm very, very nuclear. much a, fan, fr uh, a friend of, of, of nuclear destruction. <laughs> what was his answer was really weird. <laughs> he just had no yeah. idea what it was. N and instead of saying, you know, the honest thing to say, of course, is I have no freaking idea what the hell the nuclear triad is. Can't say that. Right. So he just tries to BS his way through those answers. If some journalist would actually call him on that, because everyone's trying to catch him on, okay, well, is he right wing or not? He's actually not a conservative. Is he, a, you know, kind of a douche? Yes. But again... Does that matter? Uh, policies. He disagrees with himself. He's not consistent. He does, no one is really bothered to just try to show him that he's just completely dumb when it comes to political issues. He doesn't mm -hmm. know these things at all. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know what these things are. Does not. He has a very basic, limited, I go to a blog once in a while type of understanding of these issues. And it's enough to get him through these things because he's a good, um, you know, he knows how to manipulate the media. Uh, he's good at BSing his way through things and bragging about himself. Everyone's like, oh, well, all he does is brag about himself. He brags about himself when he doesn't know what the hell to say. 
That's his fallback position is to say how wonderful he is. Whenever he says that, it means he doesn't know where the hell he's going. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's so repetitive with it, because he never knows where he's going. Unless he's saying, who's going to pay for my wall? Mexico! He knows he's got a few catchphrases down. But again, even in that area of policy, you drill down half a step, and he doesn't even know his own policy on his own website. Not at all. Jeffy? Hugh Hewitt, of the three legs of the triad, yeah, this though, is great. do you have uh, priority? Um, the nuclear. I want to I go to Senator Rubio after, after that uh, and ask him. Trump, I think, I think for me, nuclear is just the power. The devastation is very important to me. <laughs> it's the devastation nuclear. is very important to me? Read it again. I think for me, the nuclear is just think, the power? I, I think... I think for me, nuclear is just the power. Uh, the devastation is very important to me. <laughs> I he think, went on. What else did he have? I think that? for <laughs> me, nuclear is just the power. The devastation is very important to me. The devastation. Well, the whole is very thing after, important after he was asked about the uh, okay. the triad itself. Right. I mean, he just goes on and on and knows nothing about it. <laughs> He's so talking about bad. going into Iraq. Right. It has nothing to do with the nuclear vigilant. Um, having uh, see down at the bottom at the end, he says the biggest problem this world has today is not President Obama with global warming, which is inconceivable. This is what he's saying: the biggest problem we have right. is nuclear, nuclear proliferation, and having some maniac, having some madman go out and get a nuclear weapon. That's in my opinion. That is the single biggest problem out there the country faces right now. And I honestly think I, I could be completely wrong on this because Hugh Hewitt uh, has been you know he's been an interesting character in this uh, election yes, season in that he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been at the debates. He's been one of the hosts uh, and mm-hmm. moderators of the debates. He's about, gone back and forth with these guys. Uh, at times, Trump has accused him of being unfair of, uh, to him. But what, if you look at what he did there, he said the nuclear triad, a question that's seemingly out of nowhere, right? And he asks Donald Trump that question and then says, I'm going to go to Rubio next. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he watches Trump bumble through that answer and then goes to Rubio, a guy who absolutely knew exactly what it was and explained it easily. I, 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 I am assigning this to Hugh Hewitt. I am not saying he's doing it, but it's like. He did that on purpose. In my mind, he tried. He does he that have. on purpose. Yeah, he, tried. he did. It, he did it at least twice. He did it with an, uh, uh, an Iranian general as well. He tried, but he talked about you know that he t- tied into Dr. Carson and then uh, talked about uh, you know it's a it's a commander in chief decision. What's your priority among our nuclear triad? And then he went on. I mean, that's when he went on and on and on. He didn't give him context. He didn't say, like, obviously, the three parts of the nuclear triad are A, B, and C. What do you think? Right. It was. What is the nuclear triad? He had no idea what the right. nuclear triad was and could on not. And on. And then when he can't he, figure it out with context, he bumbles around and says, the devastation is important to me. So then Hugh comes back mm. with the, of the three legs of the triad, though, do you have a priority? I want to go to Senator Rubio after this, but mm-hmm. first, Don? Do you have a priority? And what did he say? That's the, I think, I think for me, uh, <laughs> nuclear is just the power. The devastation is very important to me. <laughs> nuclear is just the power. <laughs> And then, do you have Rubio's the follower? Because he, see, instead of yeah. saying, which would have been nice, this is this is back when they were being nice to each other. Oh instead yeah, and Rubio then Rubio, saying, Rubio he called him out. Senator Rubio, you have Rubio kind I of do. called him out. He let First, him off the hook a little bit. Let's explain to people at home who the triad, what the triad is. Maybe a lot of people haven't heard that terminology before. Meaning, Meaning like Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> but what I think he needed to be there was more explicit. Yeah, Look, yes. Donald Trump is a great guy and he's entertaining. But 
he was just asked a question about the nuclear triad and has no idea what it is. Didn't you guys watching this? Are you guys seeing what's going yeah, on here? That would have been He's great. Ne- you needed and that, that moment. Been, and, yes. and that was early on. That was early on. That yes, was early that on. That wouldn't have been so, him being Mr. Jokester funny. No, right? not a jerk. That's him laying them out saying, this, guys, this, this is, is who a you serious, want for president? It's a damn serious process here. We've yeah. got, we, we've got to, we're, we're, we need a guy who this, knows he, what he's He will be in about. charge of something he's never heard of. You guys aware of what we're talking about here? This mm-hmm. man doesn't know it. He's a nice guy. I love him. Blah, 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 blah. But he's never heard of the nuclear triad now here's what it is in case you don't know you don't have to know you're not running for president he does mm-hmm. you, you needed that moment and, yes. and unfortunately right. rubio did it and that was a very nice on. a nice way mm-hmm. and said let me explain to people at home who might not know what that is and explain it very gently and accurately mm-hmm. um but i mean you need that moment and so far no one's really i mean outside of hewitt no one has really tried to do that to trump's face guess when they'll start Guess when the media, in the middle of these nice, fawning interviews, starts bringing up points like that? After he uh, wins the election? Yeah. In November? <laughs> no, no. It's no? Uh, when he huh. wins the nomination. And then oh. they will start saying things to him like oh. that with no context huh. and sitting there and waiting and for all that uncomfortable silence while he squirms and squirms through an answer. And then they'll stop mm-hmm. and they'll say, Donald, you don't know what that is, do you? You've never heard that term before, do you, Donald? Well, All that, of those things are going to happen to him if the mm-hmm. media does their job, uh, and uh, they will. And they will turn it on. To the, his answer to that, once he gets, you know, once he gets confronted, and what his followers will say is that he's going to surround himself with people who know he doesn't have to know. Right, and mm-hmm. I, I think uh, it's not true, though. A, well, it's not true because he answers he's consulting himself. himself. Mm-hmm. He's too. He has too much pride in himself to admit he needs advisors. Um, and, and yes, he probably will use that as an excuse. You're right, Jeffy. He probably will go to that eventually. Um, someone will con- will say to him, "Hey, dude, you, when, when someone asks you a question like that, say, look, you know, we have a lot of advisors, and there's impo- I've given them explicit it's called management, and I'm not going to discuss all of the details. And it's called management, and he'll have his outs on that. That's why you need someone like Rubio in that particular yes. circumstance to call him out on it and make it uncomfortable and push him and make it mm-hmm. all, you know, make it terrible. Mm-hmm. He needs that terrible, embarrassing moment where he just looks dumb, not not uh, not liberal. Not uh, like a jerk, not uh, jokey and silly, but stupid, a deer in headlights. You need that moment, and he's very capable yes, of having that moment if you ask the right question Better and push him on is. the right thing. And I think Hewitt did it great twice, did this with yeah. him, because yeah. he asked him. And that's very, why Don fought, fought him back, tried to punch him down. And his real answer is, and I think this would be the answer in the end, is, look, these, this media, they're out to get me, the gotcha questions. Yep. Uh, they're, they, you know, they're, That's they're, right. I, I'm banning them all from my events. I'm going to start assaulting new reporters. Uh, the same way they, they you know, handle every reporter. By the way, on. have you seen that crazy Megyn Kelly? She, and nobody watches her yeah, show, right, so you right. probably haven't seen her. That's what he would do. He, yeah. he just changed the subject. That's not going to work in the general. But that's yeah, and that's it's why not work. it's why you need the moment of him on camera squirming and looking awful and not knowing what he's talking about. Yeah, and, and it's a tough balance because it can't be something so obscure. Like the Iranian general is too obscure. Almost everybody yeah. doesn't know what that is. The nuclear triad's a little bit closer, but it almost needs to be something a little bit easier. I mean, you come out to, to Donald Trump and just ask him randomly what the Tenth Amendment is. He's got no idea what that is. None. Unless you told him what it was, then he'd have an opinion on it. But he, he, there's no way he would know what that was. He wouldn't know. He'd be, he, what's your opinion on the Tenth Amendment? He'd be like, oh, well, the Constitution's very important to me. Uh, you know, it's, it's very specifically. specifically the Tenth Amendment. Well, look, you know, 
They're all important. It's not just the 10th. It's all of them. It's the second. The first. It's the first. The I've been second. very strong on the Second Amendment. No, Donald. What? Do you know what the 10th Amendment is? Have you ever read the document? When are you going to read the document, Don, when you get in office? Or are you going to pull it out at that point? Will you actually he learn what's in the Constitution? So you. Oh, my God. He would oh, be infuriated geez. by that. His hair would be standing straight up. <laughs> That'd oh be boy! Great. Yeah, what? Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents too. Uh, coming up momentarily. You think okay. maybe one of those reporters will catch you guys? They will. In general, they In general, will. they will. Man, they're gonna freaking hold his feet to the fire and not let him get away with the nonsense anymore. And then I'll stop doing interviews with him. Seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It is Pat and Stu. Um, scientists are closer to clo- cloning a T Rex, supposedly, after discovering the remains of a pregnant dinosaur. Have you heard about this? I you read about that in the paper. It's fascinating. Kevin, you read about this? You see that in the paper? I haven't seen the pictures of what was created in Chile, but you'll get to that. Just what? go on with your story. <laughs> Wait, you what? You see what they created? Chile claims to have started uh, uh-huh. Is it in this story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're getting a little ahead of us? Is that what you're doing? I told you you'll get to it. Uh, while the technology is not, you know, obviously here like it is in Jurassic Park, to fully reproduce uh, T-Rex, experts hope that the fossils they've harbored uh, may one day come into use in, in resurrecting them. Uh, they said, we have some evidence that fragments of DNA may be preserved in dinosaur fossils, but this remains to be tested further. The T-Rex that the team found was in Montana and dates back some 68 million years. It was between 16 and 20 years old. Uh, the news that science must have been a kind so of a young. sleazy dinosaur to be pregnant. Oh, At yeah. 16? Teen. Pregnant teen. That's a big problem. It's a big problem in the T Rex. It was back the then. The T Rex community was, uh, I think, upset about it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, and, first of all, that's why it was in Montana. They yeah, told him, get right. out. Uh, it's true. Get the out. mean oh, streets. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, the news that <laughs> news scientists have found some key DNA comes shortly after it was announced that experts from the University of Chile managed, or Chile, managed to grow dinosaur legs on a chicken. That's what I'm saying. What? But I haven't seen any pictures of it. How do we what? not have pictures of di- grow dinosaur legs on a chicken? <laughs> How have we not heard about that except in this pregnant dinosaur story? Wait, you grew dinosaur legs on a chicken and we haven't heard about that? Uh, well, first they grew... Uh, what? Uh, researchers have grown chicken embryos with dinosaur-like lower legs. I, uh, from where, where from the DNA of dinosaurs? What's it called? Pictures or it didn't happen? Isn't that what right? people say? That's what <laughs> I, I, I that's, yeah. that's believe what I'm going that. With. Pictures or it didn't happen. Even then, it may not have. No, in today's uh, Photoshop <laughs> world, it still may not have. Oh, here's the. Well, actually, well, this is just a. Uh, actually, it's not a picture. It's just a drawing. So never mind. But they do have a picture of the chicken embryo with the dinosaur legs. I, I want to see a photo of that. Let me see that. the stupid picture. I want to see a photo of that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's not a picture. Well, that's what I said. It's a drawing. But, I mean, it's, a, it's lifelike. It's what they say. And it looks like it's just got webbed. It doesn't look like a... It's just a chicken embryo. 
with hello with dinosaur legs. Where with dinosaur? Are you a scientist? No, I'm not. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> okay, not a scientist, Jeffy. <laughs> you shut him down. Thank you. Shut him down right yeah, now. Dinosaur legs. Okay, you got a good shot at this. No, don't, don't go near. Don't go near a screen. Don't go near a screen. Yeah, don't look up top. Just don't look up top. I don't think I have my Don't look at the ta- open tabs. Whatever you do, <laughs> Jeffy's computer. Never a good idea. Uh, I'll close it out. Hold up. All right. Uh, so there's also some deal with the uh, with Ron Miscavige, the father of Scientology leader uh, David, has written a memoir about his uh, controversial son. My son David Miscavige and me. On May 3rd, according to a news release, the the, uh, the book will be released, Ruthless Scientology, My Son David Miscavige and Me. Uh, the media described the memoir as the only book to examine the origins of Scientology's current leader and a riveting insider's look at life within the world uh, of Scientology. Now, don't you know quite a bit about Scientology? No, I mean, because uh, you lived in Tampa, and it's... It's in Clearwater. I mean, we uh, talked a lot yeah, about the big it. headquarters... All I there. We did. And whenever you do a story, I mean, this guy was the big guy that started the. Uh, Miss If somebody talks about it, mm-hmm. we fight back. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Yeah. We put it down. We shut you down. Right. So, I mean, we would have, you know, in Tampa, you would talk, so a story would break about something, anything, and man, their communications director was on the phone. Yeah. Right then. Yeah. If uh, Jeff, you, I noticed you guys. If you were, were talking about Thetans or whatever. I that, noticed you guys were talking about us. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a report you were talking about us this morning. Can we, uh, I'd like to go on tomorrow and talk about it. <laughs> and did you ever have them on to sure. talk about it? Uh, yeah, why not? Sure. Sure. Why yeah, not? I mean, I have time to fill. It's a morning show, four hours. Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. How many guests did you have to book a day, Jeffy, on that show? <laughs> 8,000. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Because I remember both you and Dan, uh, Andros, who works here, uh, both of them uh, had to do that job at one point. Uh, AM Tampa Bay, great. The, the mother, the flagship of the mothership, Showed really. Uh, and uh, that's a lot. That was a lot of work yeah, on that. You have booking guests. It was a, basically one guest every segment. Yeah, so you're looking at, uh, you know, four really? an hour. Really? Four an hour. <laughs> four an hour. <laughs> what a hate show oh i would have hated doing that uh really tough there, to do. well and look it's not you know obviously you know program directors want every segment and the hosts are like no yeah of course yeah, <laughs> yeah i, I mean it wasn't every segment but it was probably two at least two or three sure. an hour uh, yeah oh absolutely uh, and cow. some of them would be you know like you had a weekly guests like it would be on the same time every week and so, yeah, so I mean, some it's, of it it's information and it's news stuff and it's local i mean if it's local and it's a big story we're talking you know we're talking to guests about it this is we were, people have never seen this side of jeffy the side that does something you know, people are right. like, hey, I, right. Jeffy actually had a job. Well, I did, but during that time, the guest level was pretty low. <laughs> I, so, yeah, yeah, no, I so, know. Jack, I, I Jack know. was like, <laughs> Jeff, we don't have a guest this week? No. <laughs> no, uh, no they all not canceled. this week, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> when they used to have week. two or three an hour, now we don't have one all <laughs> yeah, week? Yeah, they all canceled. Yeah. Like, Sorry, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Um, This is interesting because so the dad of the head of Scientology writes a book about his son um, called Ruthless Mm -hmm. Scientology, my son, David Miscavige and me. Um, Could you do that about your son? I mean, even if your son was a bad guy, I don't think I could. Now, I would turn him into the police if he committed a crime. Mm -hmm. I would tell him, hey, you're not you're not a good guy. I would warn others Mm -hmm. and say, you know, if they're like, hey, I'm going to do business with your son. Do you think he's a good guy? I'd be like, look, you know, you might want to. Uh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. But would I go out and try to profit and make a write a book about how bad my son is? I, no. I can't. I almost can't think of a circumstance. I mean, even if he was a murderer, like 
I wouldn't necessarily want to be involved in trying to profit off of it. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be necessarily needing to add my voice to the cacophony of people saying negative things about my child. Well, right? he might be pissed because supposedly uh, he said in an article that was published by the L.A. Times that he was spied on for a year and a half by two private investigators which were working for his son and the Church of Scientology. One of the investigators was arrested in 2013 near, near Milwaukee with six guns, thousands of rounds of ammunition, and a homemade silencer in his rented vehicle. He told police he'd been hired by the church to spy on Ron Miscavige. Uh, his memoir won't be the first book critical, obviously, to, uh, to be written about, about David Miscavige. In 2013, uh, his niece published Beyond Belief, My Secret Life Inside Scientology and My Harrowing Escape. I, you know, I find that fascinating, but uh, I'm sure Scientologists are not happy about no. it. Yeah, I mean, I, so, I, it's just a weird... I guess coming if, if from you're a religion that's totally misunderstood, and people have all kinds of misconceptions about, and believe all kinds of wacky things okay, about are it. Are you about trying to get us out of a lawsuit right, right now? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Okay. No, yeah. I legitimately, yeah. I, I do understand what they go through, and I'm... You know. I actually do, too. I, I, I don't really... I mean, I think it's interesting to read these things, but, you know, jumping into any religion from outside of it and trying to figure it out and trying to say, like, well, you know, here's the crazy thing that they believe yeah. from this book, and here's... Look at this wild verse. I mean, mm -hmm. people do it to, certainly, Mormonism. People do it to Christianity all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not that, you know, they're, you know, they're obviously the same vibe there, but uh, people do it to uh, even Islam at times. Satanism, I mean, it, everything. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> what? Everything. What? No, go on. Wait, wait. I'm just adding to your list. <laughs> no, it's no, that's not the same. That's you sure? The, yeah. Because man, people talk bad about it. Yeah, and they should. Yeah, they should. So. So there you go. There's a lot of misconceptions. <laughs> <laughs> no, are there? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I think you, jumping in from outside. Yeah, this stuff happened. I mean, a lot of time, and, and mm -hmm. I, look, I'm not. If I believed in Scientology, I'd be a Scientologist. I am not. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, you can't be on the outside just being like, oh, look at look at how much they suck there, there, and there, and there. I mean, you could do it, but I mean, it's, is it fair? Would you want someone doing it about your faith? And I think a no. lot of times the answer is no. The answer is no. I mean, look, it's all sort of hard to prove, right? I mean, it's there's mm -hmm. a reason why it's called faith. You have to have faith to get there. You have to mm -hmm. you have to believe in something. It's not it's not like hey here's this computer. I mean it isn't. It's not that simple. And you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of questions that you know who knows. There's a long time. A lot of different translations. A lot of people understanding things differently. Lots of different takes on things. You know I mean I, I it's just it's very difficult. I mean you can look at the uh, the Scientology thing and really make a case that it's just L. Ron Hubbard wanted to make a bunch of cash. But I mean you know if you're in the middle of it, it's doing something for you. It's your own thing. And no? since this is America, good for Elrond. I don't think that's. We lost him, by the way. So he. I know he he's didn't, gone. He did. He didn't hear you say that. Gone. So. Uh, well, he did really. Well, he heard you say it. Yeah. Did he? Okay. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, more patents too coming up. Did you ever get your free book from Elrond? Remember when he used to run the commercial? Dianetics. Dianetics. Elrond. Dianetics. I heard the commercial a million times. But yeah, never. Oh, man, they used to really advertise a lot. They, they why did they give up on that? I don't know. I kind of believe it. That sold out. I mean, I got that word out a lot. Heck yeah. They run out of money. Stop <laughs>
please do. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. Uh, we got some like weird teams that you could uh, keep yeah. an eye on. Uh, what is your deal? I just don't act like you're happy to see him. You've no, already no. told him. No, no, <clears throat> I'm just. Uh, he come back different. with you all, Mr. Smiles. Don't even do yeah, it. Yeah, he's already he's already admitted. I was happy. I'm not saying I'm never happy about something. I mean, it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. mean anything if I was always happy or always meaty, You know, in the middle. I'm just uh-huh. happy about other things and in the middle about you being here. All right. That's all. I don't think it's a that's fair ground break. I don't think we need to no, stop the show. To I, think point that out. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Uh, we've got uh, some weird teams to, to to keep an eye on in the NCAA tournament <clears throat> that starts, I think, today, right? It's, it's, on the way. it's underway already, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Xavier and their 131 zone. The 131 zone is not a popular defense. Its spatial concepts are difficult to teach. Uh, and the formation is prone to imbalance. This is all really important uh, technical basketball talk. It is. Um, and uh, apparently, when a team's comfortable with the 131, the defense uh, can be. One of the most potent change-ups in the college game. How many game. times have you said that? Uh, it's true. Forever. I mean, I don't know that it's interesting forever. for this audience per se, but I mean, going. But it is death, true. It is true. It's one three one is a weird. You know, it's one. There's one person at the top. You know, lie to three, mm-hmm. and then one in the back. So you know, the corners can be uh, open uh, often, uh, and there's little areas of uh, of uh, I don't know weakness. Mm-hmm. But if you can really knock that thing down, it's it's really it's weird to play against because you don't play against it often. Right. And that's kind of their point here, and that's why they're interesting to watch. How about West Keep Virginia? Keep an eye on Xavier. West Virginia is another. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, have a big a, a bench, very physical team as well, West Virginia. Um, I think they're, I don't know if that's a weird team, though. I mean, Xavier's a two-seat, aren't they? And, and West Virginia's a three? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't fill that up. West I never Virginia up is a three-seat. So, I mean, it's yeah. not, uh, I don't know if those are exactly long shots. No. Two and a three. No. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I Really, the thing with Final Four is going to be the parties around the Final Four. Like, you, you're going to eat nonstop food. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to, uh, I mean, if it happens to be your thing, you're going to have um, many, many drinks, potentially. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch some sports, maybe gamble on some sports, put a little uh, money in the in the pools. Uh, I mean, you don't do the brackets, Pat, do you? I, I stopped doing them a long time ago. I know that's not your thing gambling-wise, but sometimes people do them uh, separate mm-hmm. Just from for that. fun. Yeah, I've done them for fun yeah. before. I, just, uh, I, um, I don't watch it enough. Really, I'm up to the point year. now it's just the tournament that I'll even tune in on. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't play attention to college basketball at all anymore. B- BYU's in the NIT, and, uh, you know, I, I care so little about that that I didn't even check to see if they won last night. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeffy, so. can we get a ruling on that? Yeah, have a ruling? Uh, see well, I can look real quick. Um, if Pat, Pat revealed off the air the other day uh, that he actually follows uh, BYU volleyball. <laughs> I do. That is how much of a loser actually, he is. Oh, I actually won. do. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, they did. They, they beat uh, they beat UAB in the first round. That's very exciting. They kicked their butt. Uh, they won, yeah, 97-79 win over a seven-seed uh, UAB. Yeah. They're a two-seed. Cougars are a two-seed yeah. in the big NIT tournament. If you go to the Woo! Salt Lake Tribune, you can follow the live blog. You could go back over it and <laughs> follow the live blog. Oh, good. I'm going to make sure I get that done. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm more interested because they're in the stupid NIT yeah, and they missed out on the NCAA. I'm more in- interested in the baseball team right now, who and is 16-1. and one right Very now. good, yes. Yeah. Ooh, um, they lost a game, though. Yeah, they lost one. Speaking of food, by the way, uh, Kraft has secretly changed the recipe for Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that on the on the promo, I believe. Apparently, no one really told, was able to tell the difference except Jeffy, who you know eats it you know three, four, five. That's times one of those a day. things where they say nobody mm-hmm. could tell the difference, but you could. You know, when you oh, yeah. when you ate it, you're like at home, you're like, 
doesn't taste oh, like it. Are you serious? To. You could actually yeah. announce it? Hmm. it? Really? It doesn't taste like it used to something different. But is you it, don't say anything. It's like is it better it's or macaroni worse? and cheese. They better. haven't uh, changed. They haven't hinted at the uh, difference in the advertising. They've sold right. 50 million boxes. The reason for the change is simple. Kraft felt threatened by other popular instant macaroni and cheese dinners on the market, like Annie's Homegrown, which is uh, offers uh, nearly mm. two dozen varieties of boxed macaroni and cheese, all of them made with real cheese and no artificial preservatives or flavors. Now, Kraft can make the same claim. The new recipe is more natural, as Kraft art uh, replaced artificial mm. ingredients with synthetic color and synthetic colors with paprika and turmeric to maintain the product's iconic bright orange color. Uh, Kraft also stopped using artificial flavors and preservatives. Now, I don't eat it often. Wow, the kids, kids those eat are it. good changes. I mean, yeah. I, you know, to I me, think. they're pretty much, in, again, I'm just like the audience. I'm yeah, indifferent on it. I don't, don't, I don't really care. I think that it's one of those things that they probably, if they announced they were going natural, people would have Everybody complained. Everybody would go crazy. Right. Yes. But now that they just waited until they sold 50 million boxes, and they're like, mm -hmm. by the way, it's been natural all this time. And now they can start claiming it. Um, I will say that a lot of these things happen, and, and Diet Pepsi is a good example of this. I, I'm, a, as you know, a diet soda connoisseur. Drink um, basically nonstop, uh, all day, mm -hmm. every day. Uh, and they made a change where they took out the aspartame from the formula, and I don't like it as much, and it pisses me off. And screw them. Screw you people over at Diet Pepsi. Screw you, all right? I don't buy it anymore because it pisses me off. Again, like that's this type of thing that I'm sure tests well in their marketing and mm -hmm. says, well, I mean, people don't want the aspartame's a bad word and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the people who are drinking it all the time, I don't know if they feel that way. And I, you know what? I don't care if anyone else feels that way. I, I feel do. that way, yeah. so screw you. And I'm sure Kraft, you know, they just had a big recall in January. Oh, really? Uh, some kind of metal contamination in a bunch of, bunch of cases around the country, so... I'm sure that that had something to do metal with metal contamination yeah. in craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah, what kind so, of metal got into it? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll we come to you, you for stories like this. You're supposed to be to know all the details about macaroni and cheese related uh, uh, stories. We had a steel beam fall into the mixture, and, uh, so there's left it in. steel into it. You're gonna get some rat traps. Contamination comes from dyes yellow five and yellow six, dun, 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 which dun. contain. <laughs> this is a, so. This has to be a while ago if they changed their formula, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, this is from January. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so this is this this is from January. What I'm saying is, my point was is that you know they had this big recall, so now they're bringing those back on you know back online because mm -hmm. it was in their cases. You know, like we could buy uh, boxes of ten. Mm -hmm. That's what they recalled. They didn't recall the single boxes. Okay, I get the ones that the that are like the styrofoam cups that you just put in the microwave. My daughter loves those stupid. Uh, what, what, what are you you're making a whole box? You just you yeah. yeah, there's not the enough in that little microwave. No, you just keep making. You just make multiple ones. You know what? I hate Kraft macaroni and cheese. Anyway, I like really? the Velveeta. I like the Velveeta mac and cheese because it's a lot more cheesy. Mm. Well, what about the Kraft? It's the so Kraft dinner, much though. cheesier. The Kraft, the Kraft dinner is the same as the Velveeta. Is it? Yeah, it has the the Kraft the dinner. Pack. I'll have to try that. Kraft dinner. Yeah, the dinner. The dinner boxes yeah. have the big squeeze pack of the cheese. Okay, not, is it real cheese or is it? Uh, ah, of course, Velveeta. Of course, not real it cheese. is. It's it's cheese food. Of course, it's real cheese food. Cheese ish. It's cheese-esque, is cheese what I would say. It's cheese-esque. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, one of the additions uh, that people love uh, so much in Velveeta is the boiled animal tendon. Uh, a popular uh, uh, addition to that. Oh, see? So, 
uh, Velveeta has boiled animal tendon. It does tendon have a little boiled animal it. tendon in there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which is not... Obviously, not, you will not eat so it. So it's not my thing. Although some of the mm. versions do not have What about What about the craft? Dinner. No, Kraft is, uh, as far as I know, I mean, I don't eat. I mean, it's really something for the kids. I don't really But you eat. love mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Not every mac and cheese has any problem. It's just the, the, the Velveeta is uh, the oddball there. They're, they're putting gelatin and cheese, which well, is kind of weird. Why? I guess to make it uh, melt better or I don't know. I mean, it's oh. a weird. I mean, Velveeta is a, is a is a unique flavor. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Oh, yeah, it does. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I've all, when I was a kid, I used to love Velveeta. My, my grandma so used to good. make the mac and cheese with Velveeta yeah. instead of. Like right. other che- homemade yeah. mac and cheese like that, and bake say, it. Yeah, my oh macaroni. my god, it's good. Amazing. But my wife's macaroni and cheese, the eight flavor macaroni and cheese that she makes, is not any not any of the Velveeta stuff. I will say this stuff. though: I used to think Velveeta was the stuff, and then you know, um, then you grow up. Then I grew up a little bit, and and I, I realized like that you get real cheese that, you tastes get better than real sharp Velveeta. cheddar cheese, and go. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing. Yeah. In fact, I, I we had some Velveeta for some reason in the fridge. My wife never buys artificial stuff, and we yeah. had that Velveeta stuff. And I thought, oh, I love Velveeta, and I tried it on a on a grilled cheese, and I was like, no, really, this is all. This See, is I, think I, was, I think I would still melt like plastic. I will say though, the, the the way they give it to you is so weird. It's like in that it it's is. like vacuum sealed in yeah. that metal like yeah. wrapping. Yeah. And then, like, you try to get it out, it's all sticks to the side, and yeah. then, like, you can't reseal it. It sticks to the knife. It's so, it, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, you know, they do have the slices, though. They have the Velveeta slices now, the prepackaged slices. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, and some of those are, oh. are, uh, are really good. Really good. Yes, they okay. are. All right. All right. Uh, more patent stew is coming up. Probably less Velveeta talk uh, in a minute. Why? 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 Why are you trying to get all the chase the audience away? I'm so happy they're here. Why would you want to chase them away? I thought you were indifferent. I'm thrilled that they would really take this part of their day. They're just unhappy because they keep seeing Jeffy. Uh oh! They're showing. Oh no! Don't go, Jeffy! Back, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, from Forbes, they have a list of the uh, top grossing film franchises. There seems to be some controversy about this. Uh, I think uh, I think Stu got a major taken problem issue. with number one. Got a major problem with uh, the this, number one franchise. This is like one of those bad lists on the internet. I'm like the ten biggest franchises you won't believe who's right. number one. So then you, know, you click through all of them. All the ones you don't care about. Forty-three. <clears throat> so uh, the first at uh, number ten. Batman, worldwide box office gross three point seven one billion. Three point seven billion. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, each film in the series was a box office success. Uh, in particular, the second and third, which both earned a billion world worldwide. Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy has gained widespread recognition uh, as a massive improvement. They say over the original. I, I don't. I guess so. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I like it so dark. But oh, I do. I know a lot of people do. Yeah, I I, I tend to like them better, but I, I can see what you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It's mm-hmm. not really consistent with the very slapsticky initial one, and then mm-hmm. the you know uh, the Val Kilmer era of like those weren't that good. Yeah, but th- that was more the vibe you kind of expected. I like the it. Michael Keaton ones. Yeah, I like them. A lot of people don't, but yeah. I, I I love Michael. I Keaton. like. I mean, I think that the new ones are the best movies, but still, yes. yeah. Um, you know, uh, next up, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, three point seven three billion. Have you ever seen the any of them? 
I really like the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Yeah, I, I, I don't I'll think I you've ever never actually, even seen them, have you? Yeah, it's yeah. not my thing. I know. Right? Johnny Depp and that weird goofy drunk character. Yeah. yeah. I've seen bits and pieces, I think, of probably each one of those yeah. stupid movies. I don't know. I, still, yeah. I can't make it through the whole thing. No, really? it's not my thing. Hmm. 3.73 billion, though. Transformers uh, worldwide, 3.78 billion. That's a surprisingly high number to me. Yeah, it's big. Uh, because, I mean, oh Pirates of the Caribbean, how many movies have there been in the, in the Transformers thing? I feel like it's pretty recent stuff. I think three. Yeah, Just three, 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 four big ones. Like four, four. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. The most surprising on the list. To me are, I was forced to watch those. Is the next one at number seven. Fast and the Furious. But I think there are seven of them, right? Seven or eight. Seven. Seven. I mean, they've made three point eight nine billion dollars. That can't. Yeah, be we a went, good it feels movie. like we went through that Come before, on. where like I know. They almost pulled the plug, and then they kept coming back. They did. It was, was after the third one, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Uh, as you guys know, great film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was the How many Academy had, Awards? Uh, 14. 14. Tokyo um, Drift? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, you, yeah. that, they should have just shut the place down and given them. Right? Yeah. Tokyo Drift. Is, uh, uh, I, think, I think it's being hailed. Is maybe the greatest motion picture of all. Well, I mean, the movie uh, illustrates how you would drive quickly around a corner, drift sideways in Tokyo. I mean, yeah. it, it shows you over and over again <laughs> over how to do over. that. Yeah. Which is pretty and amazing. It's, not, it's, it's pretty not, amazing. It's not like a computer-driven car. No, no, no. it's a car that no. goes sideways. Because if you go around a corner too fast, yes. you'll, you'll, your car will drift uh-huh. uh, in Tokyo. And they'll call that uh, Tokyo the drift. Tokyo Drift. Right, so uh, that is the so. whole movie. I just described it to you. You don't need to see it now. Plus, sometimes the car will fly off of something. Sometimes you don't drift and correctly. Then sometimes a driver will even fly out the window while he's hanging onto the wheel. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And then he'll he'll fly back in and then yeah. they'll land 50 feet below yeah, or, yeah. and he'll be fine. Won't blow up the tires. Spoiler? Yeah, there's Stop. spoiler alerts there. Stop. Uh, they drive the cars yeah. fast. They also shoot um, out the window they while they're, you know, yes. with guns. Okay, now it's too much. You've got too, too much? Fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that one, it actually made under $100 million. It did not look like it was going to be successful. It looked like they were going to shut the I whole thing down. the greatest film of all time. Well, that's what happens under to a lot of critically it does. movies. You're and right. then they brought it back somehow. Now, I think Tokyo Drift didn't even have the same people in it. It was one of those where, like, hey, here's a movie about drifting that's loosely related <laughs> to this franchise because there's cars in it. Oh, really? They're like, Paul there might, maybe Walker one of them was. I don't think Diesel Paul Walker in? was in it. I don't know. Uh, I have to admit, I've never really right. watched the movie intensely. Wait. Um, it's, no. not, it's not in it, though, right? Yeah, Walker's not in it. Is the Vin Diesel's not in it? It's like just a separate sort of movie, generally related. Yeah. Well, that's um, stupid. But they brought it back, and I think it was the fifth one, maybe that just mm. was incredibly huge. Mm-hmm. And since then, they've just been gigantic movies over and over again. And of course, the last one, because Paul Walker died, was, I mean, yeah, right. was very big. Yeah. Uh, although it probably would have been big anyway. And number six, the Spider-Man series. And yeah. a lot of people badmouth that, but Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. I did too. I like both of them. I like both the incarnations of it. Right. I, I think it's good. Three point nine six billion, mm-hmm. almost four billion. Dollars for yep. Spider-Man. Star Wars is next, which you, I would have never guessed. Star Wars I, is only. Fifth. I would have thought number one. I mean, you have seven movies. They're yeah. all the biggest movies of all time, basically. Wait, how is it only um, fifth? Four point five four billion dollars uh, grossing uh, that's, uh, worldwide. That's hard to believe. Uh, next up is Lord that, of the does Rings. That the latest. That can't include the latest because that did a billion by itself, right? How old is this? Yeah, list? it did two billion worldwide by itself. It Brand still list, won't Andrew? make the number one though. Do we know? That can't. That can't be. That can't be right. Um, okay, uh, well, I'm not sure when the list came out. Maybe it didn't include that one. Yeah, maybe. Which maybe that one might explain it. Lord of the Rings, five point eight five billion dollars. Um, wow. Now that one, that have how many? Just three, or does that include Hobbit? I don't know if it, probably, if it includes probably does. Hobbit. Then. Probably does. Yeah, does not does include not. the Hobbit. Wow. We're being told. Is wow. it, aren't they related? Am I wrong on saying they're related? They are related. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought, thought so. But two different things. I'm being told by all the nerds that the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit are two different things oh, in an whatever. angry way. However, they're but they're together. Same interesting wording I just heard. Yes. Same universe. Yeah. That's what I was told. Same uh-huh. universe. That's what explains that. Let's right. move on. James Bond number three. Now Bond, you'd think would be in the top three well, because there's like 20, sixty movies. Twenty some movies. Twenty eight. <laughs> yeah. Is it twenty eight? If it's not in the top ten. It, then you might as well stop doing them. Yeah, okay. really, yes. <laughs> you do that so many, many freaking movies. Yep. Uh, then at number two, with only, what, seven movies? Eight movies? That's a lot, though, I guess. Eight yep. movies, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. $7.72 billion. It's amazing. And the books. You know, this series is unreal. The books have sold 450 million Think copies. Of that. Incredible. It's a nice it little is, payday for J.K. Other than the Bible, it's the best-selling book series in history. How other far does than, it have to go to beat the Bible? A lot. It's going to sell 25,000 more copies. <laughs> I think we can pull that off. No, it's just 25. It's 25. Oh, just 25. Five oh, so close. The Bible. So close. Now, the Bible's over a billion. Somewhere oh, it's got to be way one over to, a one billion. to two billion somewhere in there. It's I mean, a, it's you a know, lot. Every, I yeah. mean, how many Christians are there on Earth? You got to believe every single one of them has at least one Bible, probably more than one Bible. Yeah. Uh, on average, not to mention going back a long freaking time, long time uh, where the Bible was, I don't know, somewhat first important. book ever printed. Yeah, yeah you I would think, think, I think maybe, yeah. maybe. But this is my big problem with this list. The number one on the list, and I'll get two two explanations as to why it's stupid. Okay. Number one is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, I said the first no, one is right. $8.92 billion. That includes Iron Man, The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. They're all separate. They're all separate. They're all separate. First of all, uh, Spider Man is on the list, right? As its yeah. own franchise right. at $3.96 billion. That's not in. What, what is the other. What, what Marvel and what's the other one? DC. The DC. Is it, what, what's Spider Man part of? Is that part of one of them? I don't know. Is it part of. Nerds? Know. Yeah, nerds. Uh, is Spider Man. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel it, yeah, right. It is so Marvel. why isn't it part of this then? Right, right. Like it's a stupid. Right. And then, and then, in, in in addition to that, what we just talked about, well, Lord of the Rings and Hobbit, they're in the same universe, but they're different movies. This is says yeah, Marvel Cinematic here. Universe is the yeah. title. It's bullcrap. It should not be number one. Uh, Captain America is its own universe. The Avengers is its own franchise. Uh, Iron Man is its own franchise. You yes. can't com- combine three different franchises. Right. That's like saying Universal Pictures. <laughs> Is its own series. $50 billion. <laughs> no. See, we, did, no, we just debunked it. another. No, you're right. Harry Potter is the number one series of all time. <laughs> so shut up. <laughs>